Oh, nigga, really? I ain't gotta say welcome back every time we we come back, but I feel like it's I feel like it's like it's normal now. But you know, how you doing, Paul? Man, I'm good, man. Um, how how are you, man? How was Thanksgiving or the holiday? I don't know what you call it. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, I I call it Thanksgiving, but you know, we ain't trying to, you know, we ain't celebrating pilgrims and shit. You know what I'm saying? We just right. uh, we just getting we just getting along, trying to um, you know eat yeah. and kick it you know but it was cool uh i had my dad and his and my stepmom over my little brother kept it kept it small you know what i'm saying uh yeah it was cool it was it was it was you know i had a week off of work uh which that was a that was cool but the week's almost over so <laughs> so like yeah yeah another one how was that, how was that like uh how was that like hosting for you uh, it wasn't you know it wasn't bad i mean you know yeah. my family's uh i really you know, it is weird with the pandemic, but uh, you know, like um, you know, my family is you know vaccinated, so mm. it was a lot less uh, a lot less stressful. You know, I know people be tripping on that, but you know, I would like if we're in my house, if you're in my house, I would like you to be vaccinated. I'm just saying that's just my personal uh, res- you know, no belief. Respect. You no, know? respect. I mean, you gotta, you know, when you have um, when you have kids and a family. You know, at the end of the day, you, you got to do what's best for your family. Um, so I, I completely respect that. But it was cool. Um, hosting hosting for me is cool because I, I'll always keep it small. There was one year where I hosted a lot of people, uh, like 2018 maybe. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of I had a lot of people over, um, but it was like a potluck style. Everybody brought something, you know what I'm saying? But, um, but oh, that's you know. love then. That's, that helped. That cuts down on. Right, so yeah, and that was the first year I bought the Popeyes turkey. Now, the Popeyes turkey is something. It's it's some cold. Like I like I like like I feel like it's easy. You know what I'm saying? Like you just you buy it from Popeyes. It's already cooked. You know what I'm saying? It's frozen though. It's already cooked, but it's frozen. So you got to unthaw it. I put mine on the grill so just warm it up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, for about a couple hours. You know, um. And then you pop it out, you know, and then, you know, it's just flavorful. It's, it just hits, you know, and it's 50 bucks. I feel like, I feel like 50 bucks is a good deal because I, because then I ain't got to season it. I ain't got to really cook it. I, you know what I'm saying? Right, I could right, just right, right, right. put it up. So, yeah. Hey, so I, yeah, I, was, I saw a whole bunch of videos, like people, it was like a montage on, uh, on Instagram, a whole bunch of people trying to fry the turkey. And like, I will never fry it. And I was like, wow, that's. It's not a good idea. Like people was literally almost burning themselves, burning family members. It was a bad situation. So is yeah, it fried turkey? Is it a fried turkey? Nah, it's not. Oh, so it's just so it's a regular turkey, but they season it. Right. Yeah. It's like oh. it's like has a Cajun seasoning. I don't know why I thought it was a fried turkey. Okay. I mean, it's easy to think that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just assume. Okay. Right. So but uh but yeah, I, I saw the same montage and I'll, I'll, I'm never finding turkey. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't have the the guts to do it. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of turkey. So for us, we always, you know, um, I think the last time I ate turkey on Thanksgiving was probably um, when my mom did Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Or when I was actually, so not when my mom did. Let me back up because my mom still does Thanksgiving at their house. So let me back up. When I was still at home. Right. So that was probably the last time. 
Right. Okay. That I uh, that I ate turkey. Otherwise, I don't I don't like turkey really. Okay. So, I don't need it, but the Popeyes one. No, that, no, that's not, no, that sounds <laughs> lit. I'm not gonna say no. That sounds lit. Right. I would like to try that. I would like to try that situation. I'm just saying, just the traditional. I'm not. I'm not with it. I'm cool. So what do you eat besides that? We've done ham. We've done uh, done chicken before. Um, this is recipe for like a meatloaf that I like. That we've done that before. Um, salmon. Mm. Yeah. I don't personally. I don't like uh, the thankful part. Being thankful for my family and you know blessings. I think that's dope. You know, kind of thinking about everything that I'm thankful for, or my family's thankful for, my wife, my kids. But as far as the actual meal, I don't, I don't like having that pre pre planned like meal. Like we got to eat this on this day, because in all honesty, we could you could do that anytime. Um, and there's nothing on the quote unquote traditional menu that like I have to have. So right. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I just I'd rather pick and choose what I want to eat. Okay, I feel you. I feel you on that one. I mean, I feel like a lot of mine come from like um just like you know, like uh nostalgic purposes. Right. But I just kinda go off that, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I do have to have some dressing and I do have to have a sweet potato pie. (laughs) (laughs) You feel me? So uh but so let me uh ask you a question. What age were you when you dis- when you when you realized that I can no longer be the person that just c- shows up and eats on Thanksgiving? Um, probably when I decided I wanted to control what I ate. Okay. So basically, once me and my wife started, once me and Stephanie started living together, that about that time. So probably, um, yeah, it was after college. After after college, after we graduated, and then um, after we got our first apartment uh, with our son, that was that was pretty much it right there. I was like, yeah, I don't I don't want to go to somebody's house, right? Because at that, at that point, he was kind of beholden to what somebody else's cuisine was, right? You know, I wasn't cooking it, so it was like if they doing turkey. I mean, my mom always did turkey and ham, so I didn't really ever have to trip. You know what I mean? But it was just always like, and then and as we got older. Um, you know, we could make requests to mom, like, hey, can you do this? Can you, you know, do scalloped potatoes? I like scalloped potatoes. My brother loves macaroni and cheese. She would do, you know what I mean? So as we got older, she would kind of be like, all right, you know, I'll throw some other stuff in there that that y'all want, mm-hmm. you know, because then it was like we're older, and I think it was more so a situation of, you know, definitely want us to be at the house, you know, because now right. we actually had choices to not be at the house. If we didn't want to, because we, you know, grown. Um, but yeah, once once I once we had our own place, that was pretty much where I was like, I, I want to do what I want to do. Yeah, okay. I feel that one. How about you? And I was like twenty nine, I think, because <laughs> usually okay. before I would just show up and eat. You know what I'm saying? I show up and eat. Right. You know, I didn't have kids. I didn't. I wasn't really married. You know what I'm saying? I just was like, you know, around. Right. But there was one year, and I was like, hold up. I was like, I'm just too grown to be showing up with nothing. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't just be showing up just to eat and get full and then and then bounce. So I think it was like 29. You know what I'm saying? 
29 is when I was like, all right, I, I feel like it's time to, you know what I'm saying, not not just be like the person that just shows up. Let me go ahead and, you know, figure something out and make something. Because before, and before, I didn't live in Portland for a long time, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I lived in, I, I was in college, um, of course, lived in Monmouth. So I would come home. So, of course, coming home, I wasn't about to, you know, cook something and, and travel with it, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's, that's going to be all bad. Right, you know what I'm saying? So then after that, I moved to the Dows. So then when I was coming back, right, yeah, you know, since, you know, so then when I was coming back, I was, you know, coming back to visit. So I'm about to cook that there. So when I moved back, I was like, oh, now it looks different because I live here. It's not really, you know, it's not really like a a reason for me not to show up and, you know what I'm saying, with something in my hand. So I I will say this, though, I don't. And I'd have to ask my mom this, so I don't want to completely assume. But I don't know if my mom, you know, in that time really would have wanted me to bring something. I don't know if she really would have wanted that if she was planning the dinner. Right. I'd, ha- I'd have to ask her. I don't want to officially, you know, say that she wouldn't. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think my mom, I don't, I don't think she would have wanted me to bring anything. I don't think, right. I don't think that she would have wanted if, you know, if she's planning the dinner, like she has an idea of what she's doing. Okay, I feel that. Uh, you so know, yeah. I, yeah. Know. I mean, and I think the first time I brought something, you know, my mom wasn't like asking me, but I was just like, I, I just, I just didn't want to. You know, I'm, I'm married now. Even wife to show up with nothing. You know, right? You know, you know, what I'm saying so. Right. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that was the holiday. I was, I enjoyed the week off. It was a little stressful. Uh, being at home with, with my kids all the time, I ain't gonna lie that that had me a little tight. You know what I'm saying? I was, you know, what I'm saying, man, I, man, two kids, bro, two kids is uh is something. I mean, of course, we got two kids, so you know, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, I really didn't realize like just how, just like just, you know, how exhausting it could it could be. You know what I'm saying? Because of course. You got one, you know what I'm saying, that's a baby that needs your attention. And you got the other one that's a toddler that wants your attention. And, you know, she wanna do her own thing. Like, like, like I still I still don't feel comfortable by myself, you know what I'm saying, traveling with them, you know what I'm saying? Cause mm-hmm. I don't know where to put my attention. You know what I'm saying? So like I don't know, like yeah, if my little wants to run around, you know what I'm saying? How does that work? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and the other one, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I carry the other one all the time, you know. I think the biggest thing for me, the only thing I, because obviously my kids are, are, are older, but I think the thing for me that I uh, had to realize is um, they're going to be all right. Like, is it, you know, like you be in these situations and, and sometimes, you know, I know I definitely overthink it and have overthought it. And then you just, and then I just think back, like, shit, my parents just, my parents just rolled with it. So, you know, me and my siblings is here, so they're going to be all right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and, and so you just, that's just the, that's just the best I could do, you know, because I, trust me, I have my moments where I'm like, I don't want to take them with me nowhere and they're 10 and five. Sometimes I don't feel like going with both of them. And sometimes it's like, well, I got to do what I got to do. So. Looks like right. we're all going, and it don't get no easier. I was just talking with somebody else about kids just arguing, like, for no reason. Like, they always want to be around each other, but yet they always start arguments. Wait till you get to that phase. That's, that's the yeah, most annoying that's... phase 
That's a different one, huh? Because they'll literally start arguments with each other. I'm like, y'all both got your own rooms. Like, y'all got stuff. Like, you have your own stuff. You don't even have to be around each other. Why are you arguing right now? Man. About and picking at each other. Like, right. God dang, man. That's. Oh, man, I'm gonna... about... <laughs> right. You want to talk about making your head hurt? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and, man, Paul said they got their own room. You got, you got space in your house, brother. Go ahead. I'm going to go ahead. Uppercut. What a tight uppercut for holding down life, you know what I'm saying? Having a nice multiplex home, you know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at you, bro. Nah, listen, listen, man. <laughs> that's that's I think that's the part that makes it even even more frustrating at times because it's like, you know what? We didn't try to do some things different and 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 been a little bit successful early, and it doesn't change. Siblings argue no matter what. They right. No yeah. They still fight for no reason. And you know, so doesn't matter. That's true. Yeah, didn't didn't help me. Man, yeah, I'm trying to upgrade my house, but we say that for another episode. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, um, so man, we got a few things to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Uh, man, so let, let's get into let's get into something fun. You know what I'm saying? Let's go ahead and talk about this X Men cartoon, right? So, so we saw. You know what I'm saying? We saw the X Men was, was rebooting, yeah. and it seems like they. They're starting back from where they left off. Uh, I think that's. Is that what? Did I see that correctly? I, I think that's what the. I think that's what it means. But I'm not. Because I, like, I, I know it's going to be the same, um, animated like graphic. So it's going to okay. look like it did. Okay. So if they if they start from when it left off, then I definitely have to go back and watch the last season because I haven't. I ran through it with my son. Mm-hmm. Um. But I just I I don't like it ending, right? I always, I, so I always stop before I always stop. I don't I don't watch the last season. Hey man, some of the episodes was deep on the <laughs> right. I just I can't do it. I just I don't I don't like it because and then the way it ends, it's kind of you know it just it's like a huge type of cliffhanger type deal. So I just really right. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. So yeah, man. Some of the episodes I went back and watched them when I got Disney Plus. I was like, man, some of these episodes was like methodical. They was yeah. they was dropping knowledge. I was like, shit, it's, it's going hard. But anyway, so actual question, you know what I'm saying? Um, why do you think that particular X Men cartoon was so iconic? I think I think that was kind of, um, and I I think that cartoon, um really kicked off the whole Saturday morning cartoon thing and okay. really and really kind of brought everybody into it. Like that was um that was the first show I remember as a kid um being able to talk to everybody about. It didn't matter your race or whatever. I, I think everybody watched the X-Men cartoon. Whereas um you know Martin or even Family Matters Everybody didn't watch Urkel. You know what I mean? Like, everybody didn't do that. Um, especially when you look at that lineup for the TGI Friday. Some people would watch the, the, the more white shows. I think Step by Step and stuff was on there or whatever. But everybody didn't watch that. Or even, like, um, like on Nickelodeon, like Doug or Rugrats. Like, everybody didn't watch stuff like that. But I, but I just remember as a kid, everybody talked about X-Men. Right. So I feel like that I feel like that was a show that um everybody could vibe with. For me, that's I mean, I was already a 
comic book dude, but for me, talking with different people my age as a kid, mm-hmm. I just remember everybody vibing to X-Men. Okay. I feel that. I feel like um, if you want to break it down to I feel like it aged extremely well. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just um, you know, just the the dialogue, the storylines, the clothes, you know what I'm saying, uh, or the costumes or whatever you want to call them, you know what I'm saying, their you know, their get up was was cold. Like like I feel like that like like that style of dress is still like one of like the most like retro looks, you know what I'm saying? Like if you were if you 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 come out with those like because I say like Marvel Legend, right? Mm-hmm. When they came out with that three pack of Wolverine, Jean Grey, and Cyclops, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I had to get that just be just for that look, you know what I'm saying? Like like because yeah. that look is just was amazing, you know what I'm saying? And and it translated well to like you know video games, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So like so like it was able to kind of hit every mark. It was a cartoon. It was hella video games, you know what I'm saying, and and yeah, it just was. It just, it just looked, it just looked clean, and you know, and like you know, like I said, it just kind of like like it stuck with us, you know what I'm saying. Like there's some cartoons you grow out of, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm not really about to watch um, Ninja Turtles again, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, you know, what I'm you know, like if they were to come out with that same kind of cartoon. You know, um, I probably wouldn't care too much about it. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Power Rangers. I don't I don't really care if they come out with that, you know, you know, yeah, what I'm saying, with that 90s look. Yeah. But the X-Men, though, it's like, man, I, I really want to see that, you know what I'm saying? Because it just was it just was different. I mean, the song, you know what I'm saying? The song was hidden, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think and I think too for X-Men, um, you know, if and even looking at how the Marvel Universe, you know, formed. I don't, I don't like all the way how they did it in the movies, but again, with that whole thing about bringing everybody into it, like right. you look at it, you know, when they started doing the movies, um, everybody was going, you know, whether you, whether you was reading the comics and read the comics, really knew a lot about it. Everybody was drawn into it. That like, that was the first draw. Like if you don't have X-Men do what it did in the box office, you don't get Avengers and, and all that stuff to do what it did, you know, it, it, and, and I think it was just the easiest way to bring it in, you know, it just the way they brought people in. And then I, and then you constantly still hear the buzz. Like people are still waiting for when they're going to reboot X-Men, like when they're going to do that. Like we just had 10 years of the Avengers and people were like, mm, that was cool. But when you rebooting the show that like, when you rebooting the group that everybody fucks with, right. You know, everybody, and I and I think too, if if people know you know some of the history too about it, I mean, you know, um, Stan Lee and them like they created Magneto and Xavier to be like Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. That was their ver- so it's like it brings that real life element to it. It brings that that piece where people can connect with it, even on a deeper level, without even realizing they're connecting on a deeper level. Right. It's not just some superhero shit. Like it's. It is, but like you said, there's a deeper spot. Yeah, for sure, right? And yeah, it just hits. Yeah, it just hits so many, so many marks for 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 us. You know what I'm saying? Like like um, there's certain things, like if you like in the social media, certain certain things make waves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And X Men, the cartoon is definitely one of those things that, like, you know, when it's, you know, when it was uh, coming back. 
you know, it was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was retweeted a lot. It was shared a lot. People was excited about it. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things, right? You know, and yeah, it's just one of those things that needs to be left alone. If you're not going to do it right, you know what I'm saying? We don't need another reboot. You know what I'm saying? Like, Which is like, why you know, like, they're doing it like it was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers and had hella reboots and, you know, and they've been successful. You know, because they've always hit that same demographic. This X-Men is for us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, our kids can watch it and, and you know enjoy it too, but this one is for this is this is ours. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this is ours. You know what though? I will change my vote though. If they brought Ninja Turtles back to what we had as a kid, I might I might mess with it because they rebooted it in some ways that was so trash that if they actually went back to how we had it as a kid. I probably mess with it. Like they've like my, like my son's ten, and since just in his time, I swear there's been like two, maybe even three different reboots. And it's, yeah, it's, it's been a minute. It's, yeah, it's, it's too much. It's like they I don't even. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I feel I, like I'm. I feel like I'm leaving that one in the dust. You know what I'm saying? Like they want to bring back the look and stuff, cool. But I don't know if I'm excited about that one. Like I just don't. I, I don't. No, no, I, no. I agree with you. Not the same as X Men, but I think just for me. Just because I'm, I'm like I'm so turned off by what they've done, if they went back, I could at least be like I'm not saying I would I would go hard like I would for the X Men joint, but I would at least be like, cool. At least I recognize what right. they're doing. Like I understand. Ninja Turtles had a cool movie. Um, not the Michael Bay ones, but there was one that came out like in '09 or something like that, or maybe even maybe '08. That was actually I. It was animated though, but um, like like CGI. Oh looked. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And that was yeah. all right. That was a cool one. Yeah, you know what I'm cool. saying? I could ride with that. Yeah. Uh, that cool. But yeah, so X Men coming out. Hopefully, we still podcasting when it drops because I want to review those episodes. You know. Hey, what I'm saying? I want to ask you a question. This just randomly popped up, and I know this wasn't really on the schedule, but I wanted to ask you how you felt about this because there was something going on on Twitter. Watch me, like I, I watch me. I'm peeping Twitter, right? I see. So you got to. <laughs> so there was have something to. on Twitter. They talking about who's better, Denzel or, or, or Will Smith. They gotta relax. They, <laughs> right? Now, now I'm curious as your thought process because I know how I feel, but and I know there's a lot of hype around the King Richard. I watched it. I, I do think it was good. I'm not gonna lie. Um but yeah. I'm curious your so, thoughts on that. The Will Smith and Denzel debate is like the Jordan and LeBron debate. Like you'll 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 never really get the full like satisfying answer because the answer is Denzel, right? Like I mean, I'm not I'm not, I'm not about to sit here and act like it's not Denzel, but Will Smith did give Denzel a run for his money, but but they never were like in competition. Okay, to me. You know what I'm saying? Like they never, they never were in competition. Um, Will Smith movies were like you know sci-fi movies, action blockbusters, right? Mm. Um, his range, his I don't want to say his range was limited, but his range was kind of like Bad Boys, Men in Black. Mm. Um, he he had a uh, he had an L with a you know um, uh, not after, Cowboys, after, Wild after Wild West. Earth. After oh, Earth was like way past, you know, his right? Name. No, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, you right. But yeah. I did like that concept. The concept was dope. But actually, no, let me take that back. Actually, because Seven Pounds was good, 
Mm-hmm. Um, the one where he's by himself. I Am Legend was good, right? So those movies is good. Like, you know, like those, those are some good solid movies, right? Denzel has so many movies that are just great. And his acting chops, is just, it's, uh, they're just better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like his acting chops are just better. I mean, Denzel takes you training day, you know what I'm saying? When he, you know what I'm saying? When he, when he a hardcore cop, you know what I'm saying? He take you to um, Malcolm X. He take you to um, his first movie. I forgot what the movie was called, but it, it was, it was a it was a cheesy movie, but he was like some, uh, some like, um, some adopted black kid. <laughs> and I, 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 I remember watching it like his, um, he had an interview and he said that he had to act like he couldn't play basketball and that really bothered him. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because there was a scene in the movie where he, you know, where, where he was hooping and, and, and I guess his character was like, you're not good at basketball. So he had to kind of act like he wasn't good. And he said like, mm-hmm. kind of bothered him. He on Denzel? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I wonder but then you have like, you know, um, what's the movie? Uh, movie where he was a soldier and he got whooped. Was oh, glory, glory, glory. Yeah. You got those. Yeah, so, got so it's just, here. and you know, Will Smith came younger. I mean, he came out of, you know, he was, he's, he's younger than Denzel. So it's like, you know, it's, it's hard to compare the two. They're both incredible. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not, I can't say if I had to pick one, I'm bigger than Denzel. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not about to sit here and say, I'm going to pick Will Smith over Denzel, but I don't want to pick and I shouldn't have to pick. I saw a lot of random people trying to make videos saying that they felt uh, Will had more range, which was crazy to me. Um, for me, I for me, I broke. I, I tried to break down with just looking at some of their roles and saying, out of out of the characters and, and movies they've been in, how, how many are interchangeable? And I think. I think the one thing that I don't know if I could see Denzel do, and that's Fresh Prince. I don't know if I don't know if Denzel can be that goofy all the time. I don't know. Yeah. And and to me, that's that's it. I don't. There's not another role I look at where Denzel couldn't do it. Now on the flip, there's a lot of roles where I'm like, Will wouldn't have done that justice, and I just don't. um, And that's that's where the problem is. I don't. that's also the age thing too, though. And by the time we knew Denzel, he was like, he was old, older. Yeah, yeah, but but just looking at the roles they went after, like even when even when Will Smith went after more serious roles, like even in this King Richard, right? Which again, I liked the movie, thought it was phenomenal, but Like he didn't like to me. He didn't knock it. Like it. Like he didn't knock it out of the park. Like to me, it was a great movie. More so, learning and really diving more into Venus and Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. I can't. You know what I mean? And 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 understanding him more, the dad more. But but I didn't watch the movie. Feeling like, damn, like you know, Will Smith is you know, killing this shit. Like I, that's not what I left with. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like when I think of movies, you know what I'm saying? They're I, I can't think of a Denzel film where I could be like, like you said, Training Day. Will's not doing a good job there. That's not happening. I'm not. That's not believable. Right. Uh, you know, uh, Glory. That's not believable. You know what I'm saying? Um, hell, even even the Equalizer. Just like like Denzel's demeanor. It's just not. It's not working. 
You know what I mean? So it's like so when I sit there and think of these films, um, and maybe and maybe part of it too is personality. I don't know. Maybe some of it is uh personality, because I think, you know, maybe we'll I think we'll definitely, you know, will take a more lighthearted approach to some of his films. But then when he does, when he is silly, or not silly, serious, it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel as strong. So I did, but that was an interesting little thing that was buzzing all week. So I definitely had, right. to, had to get your take on that because that was that was a lot. So do you think that they um you think after a while there was forcing Will on us? I I think that Will Well, I think I think Will had a specific lane, you know. Um you know, he was lighthearted you know, as as a rapper, and then Fresh Prince comes out, and that's a lighthearted show for a while. And then you look at his blockbuster films, Independence Day, Men in Black, Wild Wild West, you know, those type of joints. Um, again, super lighthearted, even though there's kind of action, but, you know, so he was like, um, he was able to fit a space where I think everybody could like him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he could just be, like, anybody could like Will, and it and it didn't have to, like he wasn't like he's like I hate to say it like he's a uh, you know like they would say back in the day like he was like he was safe for white people basically you know what I mean mm-hmm. white people would white people could fuck with Will and not feel like you know they getting some hardcore black dude you know what I mean right not saying not saying I don't know Denzel personally not saying he's with the shits I'm just saying if you look at his roles he tackles some he you know he tackles some things where he's definitely you know, pushing that envelope, you know, how right. many different movies are you going to do tackling racism? You got Glory, Malcolm X, you got, uh, even in Remember the Titans, like that's racist as hell. Like he, you know what I mean? And that's a Disney film, but he's still, you know what I'm saying? Like with the shits, not cussing. So it's like one of those things where it's like Will was safe. Right. Safe. Remember people. that line in uh, Remember the Titans where that white dude was like, Ain't no way my son playing for no Coach Coon. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He got to relax. Man. So, yeah. like, so, so that was just a thing to me. I had to, uh, right. I had to ask you how you felt about that. Now, yeah, I feel like after a while, uh, Will Will did get loved just, just for being Will Smith and being like an incredible dude. You know, like Hitch, mm-hmm. lighthearted movie, movies like that. Um, mm-hmm. I did like Seven Pounds. I feel like Seven Pounds don't get a, not a lot of a love. I, I, I did fuck with Seven Pounds. I, I like that premise. Uh, but then, you know, he just started... I don't know. I thought he just kind of, you know, he was chilling too much, and then, you know, he he came back out with the movie, movie where he was uh, racing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I forgot what that movie was, but then uh, the movie with the um, CTE. You know, what I'm saying that movie. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like trying to be like some like <laughs> like his accent was kind of was kind of off. I feel, uh, like, I feel like Will got to a part or to a point where he was kind of, like he was low key feeling himself. But 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 why wouldn't you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so but yeah. So, 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 hold on. So, when you Will Smith, right, and just how you said Will Smith has a lane, right, and he played his lane good. So, like, if you're a person like that and someone says, you know what, Paul is a good social worker, but he only knows how to do this. Wouldn't you spend, like, most of your, like, career trying to prove people, like, right or, like, wrong? Like, well, I could do more than that or I want to expand more, you know? His just looks like 
different roles. You know what I'm saying? So it looks like he's feeling himself, but I feel like it's like, you know, nobody's going to tell him no to a role, right? He wants to do something, so he's going to do it, right? He's trying to expand right, his right. chops. Right. So it's so it's like, so I feel like, you know, also on the surface, it looks like, oh, man, he's trying to do all this shit because he think he will smooth to keep fresh. But I feel like, because I kind of know just like, you know, just the ego a little bit, you know what I'm saying? People don't want to be, no, people don't want to be one dimensional. Yeah. Very rare people want to be one dimensional. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like people want to want to be known for, for more than one thing. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to have more than a, you know, one hit wonder. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to have more than, or, or you don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, have one rap style. You, you right. want to be versatile, but you want to do, you know, like, like, like right. you know, like people want to ex- explain their range. You know what I'm saying? So Will Smith being the comedic genius that he was after a while, that, you know, that kind of fades. But I feel like um, he did, he did, he did, he did step out of his line a little bit too much. You know what I'm saying? It, it, from, from my optics, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, you know, you got movies like Ali that hit, you know what I'm saying? But you know, but you know, you know, to me, Will and Ali probably were similar. You know what I'm saying, like that, right? You know what I'm saying. So I feel like this argument, like, like Will and Jamie Foxx, makes more sense than like Will right. and Denzel. You know what I'm saying? Because right. Denzel, Denzel, like, who right. gonna who who fucks with Denzel? You know what I'm saying? Like right. Denzel is right. it's the goat of acting. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody right. really fun with Denzel. Like, I, I'm just. I'll be hard pressed to give anybody more props than than Denzel Washington. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, I mean, you gotta go out like you gotta start talking about Pacino or De Niro or something like that. Or I don't even see any young these young actors like catching up with yeah. Denzel. Yeah, you gotta, but you know what's funny though? I see catching up. I see catching up catching up with Will Smith though. Oh, so like I can see like Michael B. Jordan kind of you know. Yeah, up to Will Smith. That that'll and he's got more range as far as the serious part. You said more range, huh? As far as the, oh, I nigga, mean, really? Now, if you talking about if you talking about the serious, the ser- the more serious, um, emotional stuff, it just comes across more believable. Like the whole point of when you acting is you want me to believe in you as the character, and I think right. people forget that when people are like, oh, he's a great actor. No one's saying somebody's not a great actor, but the whole point is, is when you're being this character, okay, I, you're bringing me into this fantasy world, right? And I'm trying to believe that this character is going through these things and whatever have you. I think Michael B. Jordan does that better than Will. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just looking at, just looking at what I've seen emotionally. Um, now, again, you know, time will tell. You know, Michael B. Jordan right. is still... He's still young. He's like he's our age, so he's still you know got ways, ways to go. But um, again, could you see Will Smith being Killmonger? Like that doesn't. <laughs> that's not ringing off, my guy. Like that's not ringing off. <laughs> like that's not that's not ringing off. Like I like like the, okay, the movie he did on uh, on Amazon, the little army thing that uh, Michael B. Jordan did. I don't know if you saw that came out um shit probably back in april or something i don't know it was one of them amazon prime joints but it's yeah. like this kind of army flick will could probably do that 
But like I said, could you see him being Killmonger? No, that's not right. That would not be believable. True. True. It would look so corny. And it would be horrible. I think Michael B. Jordan, his range comes from him not like catching fire so quick, right? Yeah. So, So him having to act his way to the top. Will Smith. Because he was a rapper. Well, like like you said with Denzel. Denzel had been acting on stage for a grip before he got to his movies. Right. Right. Hey, so I I watched the Fresh Prince um, little thing on on, uh, HBO Max, right? Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that was Will Smith's first time acting, right, on uh, on Fresh Prince, right? So, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, they said that he would read the, um, he would read the script, and he would mouth it, you know, because mm-hmm. he didn't, you know, because he was trying to figure out, you know, like, I think he was trying to keep track. But when it was mm-hmm. my turn to speak, so he was mm-hmm. just mouthing everybody's, <laughs> he, yep. he was mouthing yep. everybody's lines. And, yep. and, um, and, 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 and so, like, I went back and watched it. And there was an episode, maybe a couple of episodes where, uh, you, you know, like, if he's in the shot and he's not talking, you could see him mouthing the lines. <laughs> it was like, man, yeah. he was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, but that was, I mean, it's funny because, like, you know, like when you first started to do shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have those kind of moments where, like, you just do, yeah. like, kind of quirky shit and somebody's like, hey, can you knock that shit off? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Let me say this, too, before we go to the next topic. This is in no way hating on Will Smith. Oh, no, no. Hate- sure. We are no. not hating on our brother. I don't want nobody to listen and think, man, these niggas hating. No, I think Will Smith is awesome. I think he's a phenomenal actor. I think, you know, as a successful black man and, and what he's done with his kids, all that wife. I think everything he's done is great. It, but it's not hating to compare. We do that all the time. Right. So, yeah. That's, right. Just, that's just my little critique. Yeah, I just think it was a bad comparison. I, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know who came up with that. I just, right. I saw it and I was like, yo, let me. Hey, man, if you, I know you don't be on Twitter like that. <laughs> so, so um, when you see stuff like that, you're going to be seeing some hair scratchers. Like, what? Like, who yeah. the fuck thought of, <laughs> like, who uh, thought of yeah. this? You know, so. I, that that was one of them. That was that was the one. Right. So and I know you mentioned um, and I still haven't peeped it. My bad. I know I'm a bad podcaster. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> Scotty Pippen. Yeah, he's wilding, bro. So he's been wilding for a little bit. And I know I, I, I've caught like the the context. Like, you know, he's saying that he, he wants his shine. Right. Like, I want mm-hmm. people to recognize that. It wasn't just Jordan. It was me too, which I, I get. I can understand that a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But why though? So I always say this. I always say this thing. I've, I've told this to any and everybody. There's three ways you look at yourself. Like you, you, you can look at yourself, whether you're a celebrity, regular person or not. That's how you see yourself, right? How others see yourself and then who you really are, right? Now, when you talk about Celebrities in particular, you know, you get, you, you, you have a talent and you get, um, you're good at a certain thing, right? So there's, again, how you see yourself, how the, the pundits, the fans, the, you know, people who critique you, announcers, whatever, see you, and then there's who you really are. I think how, now, if those things don't line up, that's where you get issues, right? So you take a Pippin, who he really is, and how he sees himself. And, and how others see him, it doesn't match. He sees himself as better than and meaning more than what he did, right? 
compared to who he really was and, and then how fancy him. And I think those things bother him inherently. Even Jordan said, there's no, there's no rings without Pippen. You don't win championships by yourself, right? We know that. I'm not saying Pippen is trash. I'm not. What I am saying is, you're not Jordan, though. <laughs> okay? There's a reason why you're not him. Okay? And, and he, he's, he's kind of a jack-of-all-trades. Like, he's good. He's, a, he's pretty good at multiple things. But he's not stand out in one area. If you look at Jordan, like, like people always say, oh, LeBron's super well-rounded. He, he is. He is. But he's not. Like if you, but if you were to look at like some of his best skills, like LeBron is probably one of the best passers we'll ever see, right? So you look at Jordan, he's really good at defense, really good at scoring. He's not a great rebounder. He's not great at assists. He's really good at scoring. He's really good at playing defense. Pippen is pretty damn good at playing defense. He's good at rebounding. He's good at assisting. Pretty good at scoring. But all those things adding up, it's not going to win a championship. So you need Jordan, who's at the top of his game for that. You know, I, I don't know how many different sports shows I've seen where other, co- not not colleagues, other of his uh, um, contemporaries, they don't give Pippen the same props. I think that bothers him. I think announcers, not, not all the, you know, pundits give him the same props. Fans don't give him the same props. And then you have The Last Dance come out, and, you know, he has some things in there that he shouldn't have done, i.e., I don't want to go back in because you're not letting me get the last shot purposefully holding out don't get me wrong i'm not mad at him for getting his bread but you have to know by you saying that i'm i'm not going to get the surgery right now and i'm going to wait then you're leaving it up for people to feel a type of way especially since you're not jordan if jordan said that i promise you'd be a different reaction but because you're not the number one guy on the team and you're saying they're not paying me so i'm not i'm gonna wait that changes people's perception. So, I, so oh. I feel for him on one hand. I do. But like I said, how he sees himself, because it doesn't match with the other two, that to me is where the problem is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like Pippen always got his just due. Like, but, but to his level, though. True. And like I said, the ego, ego's, you know, ego's a cold motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like from a from a fan's perspective and seeing just, you know, just seeing just Pippen, he's a, he's, he got named top 50, you know, uh, top 50 greatest players ever. You know what I'm saying? That's a huge accomplishment, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. you're just not going to get Jordan Love. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just not... You're just not going to get that type of love. You don't have last-minute shots. You don't have, you know, you're not regarded as doing, like, killer instinct stuff. You know what I'm saying? You don't have the charisma. You know what I'm saying? You just don't have those. So it's like, that's just not what you get. You know what I'm saying? It's the NBA. Most of us in the NBA are good. Right. A lot of people in the NBA are good. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people in the NBA average 20 points for a career. Won't make a Hall of Fame, you know what I'm saying? And that's right. pretty good average, you know what I'm saying? So it's right. like, so you want more, but like I feel like you got you you got enough. After yeah. excuse me, after he left the Bulls, Houston paid him a lot of money. Then he went got traded. He didn't like that situation. Got traded to Portland and was kept getting paid. I mean, he was getting paid a lot of money. So like, I don't understand. 
I just don't understand like why you would think you would need to come out and say so much stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because because Jordan, like you 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 honestly think that your popularity was going to grow over Jordan's when at the peak it was it was it was out of reach. So when we both stopped playing, why would why the hell would you know what I'm saying like why would, you you know, like, why would it change? <laughs> like why why would you catch up? Right. <laughs> Like you don't even have anything you selling. Like nigga, there's no shoes. I don't even know. Like what? Like I don't even know. I couldn't even name a pair of Pippins for you. That was like, oh wow. Like I remember those. Like I just, I don't. Like I said, man. I, I, I'll say this too. I think, I think another thing people forget is, you know, when you get to that status, it's not just how you play. There's a level of, like you said, charisma, star power. There's an it factor that definitely comes off. You. Right. you know, you look at LeBron, you look at Magic, you look at Bird, you look at any of the the, the celebrities that have made it, right? And and seem to always just 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 be just be on everybody's mind all the time, whether you like them or not. They have that it factor. Now, there's a lot of celebrities. Don't get me wrong. There is a crazy amount of celebrities. But not everybody has that it factor that when they walk in a room, everybody wants to look at them, wants to pay attention to them. What they say matters. What they do matters. You know, you're apologizing for what they do and don't do. You got stands everywhere. Everybody doesn't have that it factor that that gets that garners that type of fandom. Right. And I, so I agree with you. I think it's like Pippin, the level of fandom you have. It, it, again, if we're keeping it a stack, my guy, most people aren't going to get that in life. So you got a lot. But like I said, to think you was going to get that Jordan it factor, that LeBron shit, I, I don't know where you thought that was going to come from. I don't know. I don't know. Like you said, it wasn't there when you was playing. So after y'all retired, right? Uh, it's, it, like, I don't know what you thought was going to make it catch up, but uh, he got a book though. I'm interested in to hear reviews on the book. I probably won't read it, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but he does have a book out that he's peddling. Uh, you know, you, you know, Pippin is giving me you got energy. You remember you got oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah, Wu Tang? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he was running around here when his book came out and he was kind of wilding. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was saying mm-hmm. some real shit too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, honest opinions, you know, about, you know, like, you know, Riza kind of not putting energy into him, Master mm-hmm. Killer, Inspector Deck, putting energy mm-hmm. in the Killer Army, putting energy in the Sons of Man, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of groups, which, you know, I get it, but he still, you know, he, he was still kind of, you know, he was still kind of salty, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, and I feel like, I mean, just from, just from the optics, right, You God wasn't on the first album. Come to find out, oh, two songs, two songs, right? Two songs on the first album. Come to find out, he did a bid during that time. Yep, so, I just finished the the Wu Tang saga. Yep. So you know, so mm-hmm. you know, um, did a bid, couldn't couldn't really be on the album. But if you listen that's, to those albums, no problem. You, you know what I'm saying? But if you listen to those albums after, I feel like he was getting. I mean, shit, Wu Tang forever. He is he on hella shit. He owned the W hella, you know what I'm saying? He, owned, I mean, he's he's one of the premier spitters, one of the premier spitters that that isn't meth, red, no, not red, meth, Ray, you know, Ghostface, you know what I'm saying? Um, Jizza, you know, he's up there, you know, because uh, he's he's on a lot of he's on a lot of Wu Tang material. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now his album didn't do what it's supposed to do when it dropped, you know, for whatever reason. I had a tape. I liked it. I thought it was cool, but mm-hmm. you know, I feel like it it wasn't really it wasn't really just all on RZA as much. It was all on, on the game changer. You know what I'm saying? Like um well, that's kind of RZA too. But sometimes but sometimes you just don't have it. Like watching like watching the saga and looking at RZA, I I could say he's yeah, he was kind of a dictator in in in, in some respects. But at the same time, if you if you look at the group, everybody's not equal, right? You know, like there's, I don't know of a, I don't know of a situation where there's a, a sports team, you know, a movie at, at your job. Like everybody's not equal, and I think sometimes the hardest part for people, again, is how you see yourself in in comparison to where you really are. I think you got. I agree with you. I think he's a dope rapper. The same way I look at Pippen, I'm like, you're phenomenal. But again, you look at Ghostface, you look at Raekwon, you look at Method Man, like the charisma, even, even Old Dirty Bastard, who to me, I don't think is as talented as a rapper, but still the charisma, the it factor, the, the, the ability to, to stand out. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, like everybody just doesn't have it. And, it's, and, and I think the hardest part for people is them thinking because well, I'm standing next to this person and I feel like I'm here. How come it's not working out? It doesn't mean you're not talented, hmm. but everybody doesn't have the it factor. They just don't. They right. just don't. It, and, right. and I think that, and I think that's the hardest part for people to accept, especially when you're talking about celebrities, because they've reached the pinnacle where most people can't get to. You know what I'm saying? So they got they already made it to a spot where most people are not gonna get to in their life. So they feel like, yo, I made it here. I should be. That's like, yeah, but there's tears to it. Like everybody's not gonna be an A-list. Right. And that doesn't mean you suck. I'm just saying it. You know what I'm saying? So it is. And I feel like watching the documentary of Wu Tang, there was actually tier systems as well. Like, you know, you know, uh, they had tears in their group. You know, they had tier one was like Method Man, Ghostface. Raekwon, Jizza, and then the other tier was, then it got like, you know, Spectre Deck, You Got, well, I think ODB was in that first tier too. Um, Spectre Deck, You Got, and then Master Killer, you know, like, you know, like the lower tiers, right? So, yeah. You know, so. I would, I would argue Jizza's lyrical talent is right up there, but if you talk about personality wise, that dude's so laid back. Like, he's not really right spotlight. But if you talk yeah. about lyrical ability, but then you, you know, but he doesn't he doesn't ooze that charisma that Method Man does. Right. But that doesn't mean he's not as dope of a lyricist, though. He might be better. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. You know, but I don't know. I, like, it's the same with Pippin, man. I think it's like, yo, you're a Hall of Famer. OK, you got six rings. All right. Like you said, 50 greatest. You played on the Olympic team when right. other people didn't think you should be there. I don't, bro. I don't. Like, like said, what, <laughs> yeah, what, what I don't know what else you would need. Me? Like, what, what do you want me to do, man? Wherever Jordan was, facts though. Where wherever Jordan was at, you was there. That's the ultimate plug, man. That's the ultimate homie love. Right. <laughs> like how you, and that's what's even crazy to me about it, bro. Do you really think you would be on a dream team without Jordan, without Mike? Real talk. Do you really think you get in that call without Mike? Mm. Stop it. That's what I'm saying. Stop it. Oh no, I, I might have to I I, I think he would. I, I think he would still make the dream team. 
Hell no. At least the second one. The first one, probably not. First one's debatable, but at least the second one. Hey. Because Jordan went on the second dream team. Right. And was Pippen on the second one? He was. But would, but do you think he was the first choice? I, I think at that time he was. Well, okay. Hold on. So and 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 hold up, hold up. To also be fair, how we know Jordan ain't put a word in for him on the low. But how but, but how do we know that? Come on, man. <laughs> I'm just I'm just asking. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm just saying how we how we don't know. Well, man, Jordan don't do that. Don't do that, to, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't do that to Pip, bro. I mean, he asking. is wilding, but. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I'm just listen. Like you said, man, everywhere Jordan went, he went. True. That is the you know, Jordan, ultimate Jordan homie love. Got, you know what I'm saying? Jordan ultimate got him into a lot of spots, man. That's real. That's I mean, I can't I, I can't dispute that. I feel like, you know, Pippen, yeah, Pippen was uh yeah. But yeah, he's he's out here, he's talking, he's talking a whole lot of stuff. He got a book. I'm guessing I'm guessing a lot of this is to sell books. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But his hair, though, any any old man with braids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Any old man with braids. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. let's let's move on to the uh. The, there was just announced. Oh, wow, you might like this. Yeah. You might like this a lot. I don't know if I like this. Actually, I kind of like versus. Okay. Bone Thugs versus Three Six Mafia. Oh. Mm. What you got? What you got off the top of your head? There's what so, do you think? They're so. I mean, I guess different is a uh, is a good thing. I I would probably. I'd probably lean towards bone, but that's tough. I feel like the consensus is three six mafia cleaning up. Really? Like you? So when you say cleaning up, you mean like uh, like cleaning up? Like like bone might get seven. Really? That's what I feel like. That's what the world is telling me. That's what that's what Twitter is telling me. I'm trying to think of. So I'm not really deep in the three six like, like that, that many hit like like thirteen hits. So you figure that you know you got tear the club up, right? That's gonna that's gonna that's gonna make some noise. Okay. You got uh who run it probably gonna you know give give a song a run for his money you know um and then if they got all the three six mafia up there I mean can you bring in gangsta boo you know what I'm saying you know she might get you one or two you know what I'm saying you got scissor. Is that scissor? You got scissor. You know what I'm saying? You got ride spinners. You know, yeah. you got a uh, man. What else? You got um, a stay fly. Stay fly. Yeah. You know, you got what else? You got, what else do they got? They well, got, you know what? I don't know. They might. I don't know. I'm trying to, um, you know, but then bone got crossroads, which is the ultimate. Yeah. That's the ultimate cheat code right there. <laughs> you know, they got and first for, of the and, month. And first of the month. That's that's an automatic dub. You got Thuggish Ruggish Bone. You got For the Love of Money. That's you know what I'm saying? All those, all those are dubs. I think that's automatic on those. You got Thug Love. You got Notorious Thugs. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's I'm gonna have to watch. I may have, I may have to actually watch that one. You said Bone, and I feel like 
I was well, leaning more I, I, through. Well after, well, after you start naming it and I start thinking about it, I don't, it, it, you know, it kind of, um, just off my gut reaction, I was saying bone. Right. But after you start naming it, yeah, I don't know. It's closer than I thought now. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know because 3-6 has like disbanded to, to a point where it was only Juicy J and DJ Paul left. <laughs> You know, so what I'm here's my thing, and see, that's the other thing. I don't, I don't, you know, I, the rules aren't necessarily, uh, uh, you know, concrete. If Juicy J starts playing some of the shit he had coming out in the late 2000s from True. just him, I mean, that's, you know, he's going to definitely take some rounds True. by himself. Um, but then, if you let Busy Bone get loose, but shit, he had in the early or in the, in the late nineties, <laughs> right? But are those known though? See, my thing about verses is like, yes, known songs hit off, right? But if you, but if you drop a song that's like people forgot about, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like shit, out, like you know what I'm saying? Like showing really that showing how deep your catalog go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? There was like, oh shit, I forgot about that one. And then you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You get because it's about energy, you know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. with it being a crowd there too. Yeah. About energy. I feel like that's what that's what Jada Kids does well in verses because off the top of the head, you forget about songs, right? But then I would say so if if they're definitely doing it live, then I think I give the edge to three six mafia. Just just from them getting hype. Okay. Because even because even though crossroads First of the month, even though those songs are fire, it's not a hype song. Like you're not like the crowd's not like jumping. Right. The crowd knows it, and the crowd fucks with those songs heavy, but they're not they're not wilding out to those songs. Okay. So so maybe not Crossroads. Maybe not Cross. Maybe Crossroads doesn't get play. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Crossroads is left on the ground. But then you got um. See, see, but most of Bone Soul shit, shit is like, um, you know, it's laid back. Like, I was thinking, like, you know. Uh, right. That's a, and, and now that you mentioned the crowd thing, now that's why that's making me switch my thought. Because I completely right. forgot. Because a lot of them for so long was virtual. Yeah. True. So now that now that it's a crowd thing, I, that, that changes my thought process. You know, I, I, I still feel like, um, I still feel like the Bone been chilling more than 3-6 been chilling. I feel like because they're gonna really they're gonna pull some shit out that's gonna be like, damn, I forgot that bone was really, you know, and they're gonna pull some features out that's like, oh I forgot that. You know, I for, you know, yeah. I forgot. And so I feel like bone I feel like <laughs> I feel like bone has the advantage. Bone oh, has yeah. the advantage because three six has been, I mean, like even though DJ Paul ain't really like, you know, out here in the mix like that, he still get interviews, he still, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Shit, they songs still get sampled, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, so so. If so, I remember right, DJ Paul does a lot of producing though. He does, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, so I don't know. I feel like um. We'll see. That's interesting. I don't know. Three six definitely has like see, but then. So like when it was the Fab and Jada Kiss, right? Everybody was like, "Oh, Jada going or Fab going just you know one hit wonder him to death, right?" You know, he's gonna go ahead and he's gonna, you know, he's gonna hit after hit after hit to hit after hit. And Jada gonna be drowning. Mm-hmm. Jada held it, he held it down. You know what I'm saying? Held it down, showed his range, 
You know what I'm saying? Same thing with the locks and dip set. Man, everybody killed me for saying the locks was going to win that battle. I actually I, said dip set I, didn't have I, a chance. I, I know. I thought they were going to win that. I thought they I, were going to win that. I said dip set had one chance. Dip set had to play the dip set. Dipset was like playing the Warriors, right? You can't shoot 50% playing the Warriors. You got to shoot 60% playing the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they had one chance. They had to play the perfect lineups. They had to really do it precisely. You couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, you I couldn't did, fumble. I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't think Dipset was going to win for a simple fact. I just didn't feel lyrically, I didn't feel lyrically their songs was going to hit the same. Because during that period, Cam and him had a lot of nursery mother goose type stuff in the in the lyrics that it just right. wasn't going to hit the same when you rapping against rapping with dudes that pride themselves on being lyrical, right? You know, and 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 I and that's the corny part because I felt like for a period in there with Dipset, they was trying to be gimmicky. Yeah, when Cam can actually rap and Jules can rap, but I felt like they was trying so hard to be cool. And not just rap. And I was like, that's like find a way to do both. Like, but I right. felt like they was trying harder to be cool. And you could tell with the songs they picked, like that's I get crunk me. That's not, that's not, that's right. Not not against the lock. No. No. Nah. That's not. Now maybe against three six mafia, that'd be perfect for them, but not right. against the not against the lock. You, you need you need to come with some lyrics, bro. You need to come with some stuff that's gonna make the crowd feel some type of way yeah and they i just but i had a feeling that wasn't gonna work i just i yeah and i was getting dragged like <laughs> i was getting Dip said it's cool because dip said it's cool they like they the cool niggas in the class right like they the niggas with they got all the gear <laughs> girls talking to them they like they the super cool niggas but that doesn't necessarily mean like if a fight break out like you want them with you or like Right. You know, a problem like this not you know what i mean like right you know, they not necessarily the niggas you want a problem but if you like hey who's gonna make the dance better than what it's supposed to be you know or who's gonna make the party more fun them niggas that's 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 how i do them. they the super cool niggas in the group right super swag yeah swagged out to the next level yeah but when it comes <laughs> to rapping we're rapping, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we're, yeah. like, we're rapping. But see, but then, but then, like, if you go to, like, who says versus is about to rap? But I think you have to know your, I think you have to know your opponent, though. Right. Like, like for instance, when I watched the DMX Snoop Dogg one, they legitimately just had love for each other. So it was almost like they was loving each other's music. Yeah. When you watch it, you know what I mean? Or even E-40 and Too Short, they was loving each other's music. Right. It didn't even it felt like like a personal party we got to watch. Yeah. Between them hanging out. You know right. what I'm saying? Whereas the locks and them like these grimy niggas, man. You know they coming in to like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Call me had on Tim's with the shorts on. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, that's what do you think was gonna happen? Yeah. It was it's it, it's gonna get ugly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's gonna get ugly. And it did. It got ugly quick. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, that was bad. That was you know bad. what I'm saying? So, I mean, I have this segment about the Blazers, but we ain't got to get into it because you don't care about the Blazers like that. So It's not that I don't care about it. I feel for them. I'm, I'm kind of, I'll just say this. 
I think Dame is a phenomenal player, but I'm definitely wondering like how how like do you want a ring? Like what like what is the what what is your goal for your career? I guess I'll, let's get into it. Let's let's, let's get into it. I guess it. I'll put it like that. I guess I'll put it like that. We here. Let's get into it. So so it's my my segment called Blazers and Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of bullshit, my Bulls is actually playing pretty good this year. But we're speaking of your bullshit. Bulls, yeah, I've been a Bulls fan since I was little. I just don't talk about it because we see, playing. see now, now you one of them. No, 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 no. Hear me out before you before you get defensive. Just hear me out, right? <laughs> There's a group of niggas. Yeah, when it come to basketball, football. There's Bulls fans and there's Niners fans. I feel like those niggas run together because you got Niners when you when it was the when it was the nineties, the Niners was doing killing shit. You got Joe Montana, Steve Young, Jerry Rice, of course, flashy shit, right? You know, right. gold, red and gold outfits, killing shit. Deion Sanders, great. Right. You know, a lot of the niggas are Niners fans, that same era. Now, what I've come to realize in the, the NBA equivalent of, of a Niners fan. Is the Bulls fan. Okay. Same type of premise. Jordan Pippen, you know what I'm saying? Just Jordan being Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Just really right. just breaking niggas' hearts. You know what I'm saying? Who right. who can be a fan of that? You know what I'm saying? Right. right. You know, so so you wanted them. You wanted them. And I ain't mad at you. Yeah. But because the Bulls have had a lot of down years. Yeah, we've been trapped. So if you if if you if you, if you're still here, mm-hmm. I commend you. <laughs> the bull, the Bulls were so bad that for the longest, whenever I played 2K, I would make sure I played for the Bulls just to, just to make my spirit feel right. <laughs> <laughs> I would put my I put my creative player on there, or or and then eventually when they did my player, I put my my player on there just just to make my spirit feel right because I was like, if if they can't do it in real life, I'm gonna do it on this game. Right. I'm gonna I get them right on this game. I'm gonna continue the legacy myself. I feel that I did the same shit on the. Uh... On the Blazers, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but so anyway, yeah. So the Blazers and bullshit. So I mean, I guess since you are a Bulls fan, we can talk about the Bulls too. I mean, I ain't, I ain't I mad. Listen, I'm good. We 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 on we we we, we get to the because I I definitely want to hear your take on that statement. Like, so what's Dame? What's Dame's? So let's talk about a few it? things. Neil O'Shea recently, the Blazers GM, yeah, was called, uh, you know, misconduct. He's under investigation. Mm. Now, I have a hot take about Neil O'Shea. I feel like he does enough to stay under the radar, right? He doesn't want to try to win a championship because if he tries to win a championship and it doesn't work, he doesn't look like he's the brilliant mind that he gets love for now, right? Right now he gets love for, you know what I'm saying, but it's being in the playoffs eight years in a row, being consistently mid, I didn't know consistently mid got you so much love, but when you're consistently mid, I guess people care. I guess people are like, oh well, you know, you're, you're kind of good. So, but right. consistently mid, like there is they they haven't done anything. The highest they've been ranked are uh, like, um, I think their highest standing was third place. Okay. In the year they were third place twice. One year they were third place. They got swept in the first round by the Pelicans. That was the worst year. But um, but anyway, Neil. Neil, I feel like he does enough to stay on the radar because one of his GM friends 
is going to become a president one day, right? Or you know, some kind of some kind of high arching, you know, you know, person in organization, right? Okay. okay. And I feel like because you know, what I'm saying he doesn't do enough to kind of move the needle. He does enough to survive. When that friend moves up and pulls him up with them, you know, saying to go to a bigger market like Atlanta or to go to a bigger market like, you know, New York or go to a bigger market like, you know, fuck even the Clipper or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Take him with him. And he'll just leave us here with bones that he didn't want to build. He'll just leave us here, right? Because he doesn't do any, he he doesn't make any moves that say he's trying to win. He makes moves that like, yeah, like, okay, like, you know, I understand that, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 I get it, you know, like those kind of moves. So I feel like he's just like, he's playing his position until he's able to you know, get that call from someone, but now I feel like it's blowing up in his face. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, right. It, it depends on what they want, or it depends on what they find in this um investigation. I feel like he's been taking us. You know, he he drafted Dame, right? That was good. You know, what I'm saying Dame, be, Dame, Dame. Uh, you know, is better than what anybody would thought he would be, right? Weaver State pick number six. People hated that pick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, um, he came killing. He drafted CJ, which was I don't understand. I I get it, but I don't understand. It's like why would you draft two guards just like back to back? You know what I'm saying? Like Dame and CJ are the same player essentially. Dame is better than CJ, of course. But yeah. CJ I think no, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like two small guards, right? You know what I'm saying? Um I will ask this question though. Because we talk about moves. And one thing that's been brought up a lot when it comes to Portland and our market. To play devil's advocate, is he not trying or is he not able to get people to come here? He's not trying. I'm convinced he's not trying. We just saw a championship with two small market teams. You telling me Milwaukee, Wisconsin is worse than Portland, Oregon? I listen, I hear your argument. Now I now not to take away from not to take away from Milwaukee. Because they did win. They did win. I'm, I'm not the type to put an asterisk on it. But Brooklyn wasn't all the way at full strength. But, hey, you play who's in front of you. you no, no, hear me. You play who's in front of you. So Brooklyn lost. But the way sports is set up, Brooklyn was supposed to be there. True. And they, they, they lost in the semifinals. So, so they still had to go and play two more teams to win. You know what I'm saying? But my my but you know the, the the initial question is the market. I don't think that's a valuable argument anymore. You know what I'm saying? You have Dame Lillard. You know what I'm saying? People want to play with Dame Lillard. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I feel like you could make a trade. I will, um, I will also say in Wisconsin, don't forget Green Bay is also there. So true. they do have. So they do have a, a, a football team. True. I mean, a small. You they know, have, Green, Green Bay is no, 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 probably his biggest moment. No. I, <laughs> No, no, what I was just saying was, I'm saying, I agree with you as far as the small market, but I was saying, does Green Bay add to attractiveness because you have an NFL team there? Even though it's still a small market team, Milwaukee's small market, Green Bay's even smaller market, but you have two professional teams, so you know you're going to get coverage. Right. Well, how far is Green Bay from Milwaukee? Because if it's more than three hours... If it's more than three hours, we have the Seattle Seahawks three hours up the road. So true, true. You know what I'm saying? So but it's, it's still not, not our team, though. But it's it. 
it's it's an area. You know what I'm saying? No, it's an I, area. No I, no, I agree. I'm just I'm just saying. For I, that, I got. You. I, I get what you're saying, but yeah, I agree. I, so Phoenix small market team. You know what I'm saying? Right. They get Chris Paul. They make these trades. They get these. They and they and they draft players that are that are good players. You know what I'm saying? Like um, fucking Neil O'Shea drafted Zach Collins, a freshman that averaged ten points a game. He traded up to draft him. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, and I really hate talking about this stuff for real because all these pro athletes, you know, they're doing their, what they, they're doing their thing. But as a fan, I get an opinion as a fan. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like Neil just doesn't – he like, this summer, man, this summer, with Dame, like, kind of on the ropes like he was like he was, and to, and to not do nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like, just to kind of just sit on your thumbs. Was, when's his contract, though? Dame, he got 2025. I think or twenty four, a few years. So so three three years, I guess. Well, yeah. Okay. So so yeah, Neil. Yeah, I, I think that's my hot take. That he he was he was being consistently regular just to try to you know move up, up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like um, do too much. Mid. For real, I mean the Blazers have been consistently <laughs> mid. You know what I'm saying? And and, and you know and I hate to say that because that's my team. You know what I'm saying? I love. I love Reverend from Portland. You know, this is where I'm from. This is, you know, this is where I grew up. This is, man, I would love to see championship right. come through here. Right? You know, facts. Right. No, um, and, but Dame, I think Dame does want to win a ring. I, I do think he wants to win it here because Portland took a chance on him. And he's big on like, you know, like, like, you know, loyalty, right? You know what I'm saying? No, I respect that. After number six. Gave him a chance to like be an all star, you know what I'm saying? Because he could have easily went 28th and been on the bench, you know what I'm saying? He went to Weber State, you know what I'm saying? That's not a that's not a yeah. school that people are, you know, trying to True. get talent from, right? So True. I feel like he just he he wants to prove it to us, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. he he, he wasn't a slump, you know, beginning of the year, which tonight I don't, think, I don't think he played great tonight, but I feel like he was frustrated more tonight because you know playing against Golden State and you know they fouling you and you know, Steph Curry in threes everywhere. I mean, I can see how that can take you out your cycle, right? Steph is but um, a video game right now, bro. That's well, Steph is he ain't he ain't playing fair. But uh, but no, I feel like Dame. See, but the thing about that is like you know, Dame had made a, a good point on the podcast. He was like, you know, if I start ring chasing, right? Um, who knows what happens? I I might go to a team and you know I might get traded the next year because you know I was you know I was you know I was on the I was on the um you know list one year and then I went and it didn't work out or I get injured or whatever so like so you know so you end up chasing rings and you end up like you end up in a bad spot you know what I'm saying so like you know and he said if he wins one here it adds to his respect right but the thing that's fucking it up is like man. Like Neil is not, but we're not providing him with the help he needs. You know what I'm saying? True. True. I, I feel like, that. I mean, I love CJ McCollum. Man, he's a good dude. You know what I'm saying? But so yeah, I was, I, I was getting to a point where I was like, okay, if you gonna do this, you you either keep CJ or keep Dane. Both of them doesn't look like it can work. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like you need you just need a little bit more size, you know. Like you need a little more size. You need someone that's not like you know because you have Norman Powell now, but you know he he he's he's proven to be kind of injury prone. 
kinda, you know what I'm saying? Not not all the way, but he, you know, is you know, he he yeah. he 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 he's he's already missed a few games this year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So but man, I just I don't know. I feel like we need a little more we need a little more consistency. We need a little more body in the paint. You know what I'm saying? Uh we just need a is little Nurkic, more is Nurkic still hurt? Nurkic is playing. You know, he he, he cool, you know what I'm saying? He all right, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I would like him better as a backup. I would like him better as a backup. Not going to cap, but um, but you know, like you look at these players who, like you look at these teams who have young players who ready to kill, like Jordan Poole on Golden State. Man, you can't tell me that you know, like you know, he he won a lottery pick. You know what I'm saying? He he came out, he's killing. You know, and I feel like our, our young players are are getting there. You know what I'm saying? But there's nobody like who's going to be most improved, or you know, I feel like I've like we, we just need some dogs. You know what I'm saying? Like some real life dogs. You, you're not going to win a ship without dogs. You know. Like, I think I I will say this. I think it's a little bit harder nowadays to know who's going to come out and be a dog and who's not. I feel sure. like when we was growing up, um, just the way basketball, you know having to go to college and things like that, um, everybody not being homies, I think that created a level of competition that we just don't have the same. You know, most of these dudes come up playing AAU ball together. They all know each other. They've been knowing each other since seventh, eighth grade. I mean, I don't, I don't think we have, I don't think we have that same level of competition. Mm. You know? Um, because of that. So I don't think you really, I don't think we really know who's going to be, you know, a dog until they get into the league. And then we're like, oh, well, okay, wow. I didn't know that. He was, I didn't know he had it in him. Right. Like, there it is. Right. Like, like, you don't see any Stephs coming out. You know what right. I'm saying? Because even, even Steph had to grow into Steph. Hell, KD had to grow into KD. I mean, he had the raw talent. But if we saying, like, who he is now, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, again, Jordan was Jordan when he came out. The team just sucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jordan was a dog in, the, like, day one. It's just they sucked. The Bulls was garbage. You know, Magic, Bird, all them cats. You know, even Shaq. Like, you know, and we can get off the Jordan conversation. Shaq, like, you can go down the list, you know, but, but the more they started, you know, high school players and then the one and dones. A lot of these cats, man, it, it took a minute for them to kind of, you know, become them, you know, become who they were. Right. You know, I, I would say probably to me, I think Russ, I think Russ, Russell Westbrook, um, and, and maybe even Derek, and probably even Derek Rose from an athletic standpoint came out and was them. Like they were, they were who they were. Like there was no, they didn't have to grow into that. Right. If I'm talking about, you know, in that, in that, you know, mid to late 2000s, you know, I feel like Russ has always been Russ. Yeah. I got my own hot take about Russ, but I won't go there. <laughs> Leave my man alone. You're not talking about <laughs> Russ right now. Yeah, so so yeah, that's the Blazers right now. We struggle. We ten and ten officially. Um, 
just can't seem to click. We one and nine away. You know, I think we about what uh, nine and one at home, something like that. So we, you know, That's not but bad. At least you went in the home games. That's not bad. Right. We ten and ten. You know, we could be could be a lot worse. But anyway, yeah. So the Blazers. I think Dame is here. You know, um, just just for the simple fact that no, there's there's not a team that 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 you can get traded to that really um, increases your chances. You know, like you know, because so I feel like he's going to stay here until maybe he leaves. You know, you, you know when his contract is up. You know, or maybe he goes to like the you know uppers. Like, hey, y'all got to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like something ain't working. I mean, if, if there was, if, if you know, the rumor mill for the longest time was how could they get him to Philly? I yeah, think I don't. If he was on. I, I think if he was on Philly playing with somebody that can be, um. But then again, Embiid can be injury prone too, so I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like Philly wasn't willing to give up enough for him. Like, no. like if you want Dame Lillard, you got to give up. You got to give it up. Yeah, they would have to give up. Uh, what's his name? The point guard and and some other pieces, maybe Tobias Harris or something. I would I would uh, take Tobias Harris. I would take um, someone to do Maxi Bible. You know, I like. <laughs> yeah, I like them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they, they'd had to give up some work, right? No problem, which then leaves Philly crippled in some ways. Yeah, and I feel like, man, like, like people, people, people was you know was hard on the Blazers. I feel like ain't nobody really been hard on Philly, and they've been, and and they've had a lot of love, you know. Uh, these, you know, but hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go there. But anyway. So I want to do a piece where I appreciate something from the old school that was near and dear to my heart mm. when I was younger. This week, I'm appreciating the Arch Deluxe. The Arch Deluxe. Now, the Arch Deluxe was a burger, a cheeseburger from McDonald's that was was that was trying to. Um, really um make a name for itself right so this is when like the burger wars was happening mcdonald's was trying to figure out okay so we're not trying to be like in the happy meal lane forever right we're gonna make a burger that's gonna be a little bit more adult and that burger right. was the right. arch deluxe the arch deluxe was like my favorite burger because that was when the time i was really like i was trying to i was really phasing out of happy meals right and I wanted yeah. something new. I really wasn't a fan of Big Macs like that. You know what I'm saying? Quarter pounders with cheese didn't really hit like, you know what I'm saying, like that when I was younger. But the Arch Deluxe was new and it was and it was 90s. You know what I'm saying? It had I, 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 I vaguely remember that one. I remember the box on the Arch Deluxe had like a little clear little wrapper on it. You know, like, you know, so you could see the, the burger when you ordered it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Arch Deluxe needs more respect in this world. You know what I'm saying? We need to really pay attention to the Arch Deluxe. We need to bring it back maybe for a little bit McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? If you want I'm to. to. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to look it up real quick to see. What... But the, And then the bun was different. The bun. The bun. I can't even, I don't even know what kind of bun that was on Arch Deluxe, but it was different. Yeah, it, I do remember that. That was wild. I do remember <laughs> that. <laughs> I remember that. That was... uh. Wow, that's a trip. The Arch Deluxe fam. Dang, that was about like 96, it says, man. Still, See? 
Yeah, I was, I was, I, I was phasing out. I was like eleven. I was phasing out the yeah. Happy Meal. It was time to grow up, and the Arch Deluxe yeah. was the burger that I was for grown. It was the grown up burger. And I remember I was like, "That's my burger right there." That so. was the joint, actually. That was actually that was clean. I remember that. <laughs> wow, that's the retro a appreciation. I completely, I completely forgot about that burger. That's the wild. Arch Deluxe. But anyway, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for joining joining forces again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Definitely. And yeah, we'll 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 wrap next time. For sure. Yes, sir. All right, there, bro. All right. Peace. Peace.